G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are talking players you can drop. These players are not doing enough to stay on your fantasy rosters, so let's get them out of here. Let's go! Jordan open! Chicago with the lead! Bryant to shot! Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no regard for human life! Andy's basketball! G'day and welcome back to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me at on Twitter at BallBoysNBA and on Instagram at BallBoysFantasyBasketball. Uh, again, another solo podcast. Uh, Callum Mack will be back next week uh, so we can get his take on all things fantasy basketball. Uh, but today, we're going, through, uh, we're going through some drops, some players that I'm going to give you permission. You can drop these players and not lose any sleep over it. Uh, feel fine about it. Now, disclaimer, these players that you're dropping, you're not just dropping them for anyone. You're not just dropping them for Moses Brown, or you're not just dropping them for Tony Snell. You're dropping them for players who are better. So players with higher upside, players who are getting better minutes or, or, or better permanent production, um, these players are probably maybe sitting on your roster, might be the worst player that you uh, have and you can drop that player. Maybe for some of these guys, you can you can do better with the streaming positions. Some of them maybe you just want to hold on to and, and see how they go a little bit longer. But uh, for me, I think you can drop most of these guys. Make sure before we get started, give the video a thumbs up. Make sure you uh, ask us down below any questions you've got. And if you're listening along to the podcast audio version, hit us up over on Apple Podcast. Go to the show, the actual show itself, the Ball Boys Podcast show, not the episode link, and go onto the show and make sure you rate us there. Give us a rating there because that's that where that's the way it comes through. Really weird on Apple uh, and iTunes and things like that, but make sure you do it there. Otherwise, your review won't count. So if you have done that previously, if you've got a spare one or two minutes, head over to the show itself, go to the ratings from there, and it would really be very much appreciated. But let's... Go straight into it. Players we can drop. Uh, again, splitting into 10 teams and 12-team leagues. The first player we're talking about here is Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, I can definitely see the minutes trending down. He was benefiting a lot with, um, who was it? Uh, Terry Rozier out of the lineup. And PJ Washington also out of the lineup as well. And those players are both back now. The Hornets are healthy and last game, it showed he he had 21 minutes. He did shoot 12.5%, which is probably way too low for him. But the games prior to that, he was shooting well above what he would normally do, 57 and 58% from the field, which we know Kelly Oubre is not a good field goal percentage guy. So he is probably, uh, might be closer to that 12.5% than the, than the 58% or, or maybe somewhere in the middle. So I don't think that he is someone you need to hold on to. Maybe in a 12-team league, you hold on just a little bit longer and see how it shapes out with those guys back. Maybe he shoots a bit better. Um, but I, I don't really see too much upside in Kelly Oubre just because in that pecking order, behind, he's behind Lamelo, He's behind Miles Bridges now. He's behind um, Rosier. He's behind Gordon Hayward, in my opinion. He, he might even be behind uh, uh, PJ Washington just because of the, the positional sort of stuff as well. So he's down the pecking order, and when your value is predicated more on those points and threes, 
it's just not enough for me to, to hang on to, especially in a 10-team league where he's rostered in 69% of leagues, so much too high for me. The next guy we're going to talk about here is Mason Plumley, another Hornets player. He's just boring, and I think that there is no upside in a Mason Plumley. Um, he's the 243rd ranked player currently in 27 uh, and a half minutes or 28 minutes nearly per game. It's it, That ranking is, is affected a lot by the fact that he's shooting 29% from the free throw line. So in a punt free throw build, he's a lot more valuable, but... I, I just, I am a believer that those minutes are going to drop and PJ Washington's minutes are going to rise. I could be wrong on this. Um, uh, my confidence is lower than obviously it was at the start of the season or preseason, but I just think that PJ Washington is so much better for this team in terms of versatility on the defensive end. He, sp- he spaces the floor on the offensive end. He's just got a lot more to his game. He's younger. He fits the team's timeline a lot better. There's, there's no reason for this team to be playing Mason Plumley 28 minutes a night and for them to play PJ Washington 20 minutes a night. I can see that being flipped you know, uh, as the, we progress into the season, and it's just not going to be enough minutes for me. And even in this time right now, yeah, look, six and a half points, eight and a half rebounds, two and a half assists, a block per game. Look, it's fine. It's it's not trash. Like, but I just think that there might be, especially in a ten team league, there might be something better you can get on on the waiver wire, uh, especially if you're not punting free throws because those free throws are really hurting. And he is a poor free throw guy. So if you're punting, he's probably probably a little bit better, but. Yeah, just not someone who you have to hold on to at all costs. And the last guy here for 10-team leagues and, and potentially 12-team leagues, although I might, I might be tempted to hold a little bit longer, is Robert Covington, Rocco. I dropped him in my 10-team league today, picked up Franz Wagner. Uh, probably should have done that a little while ago, but he was still there in my league just because um, you know people are, are waiting around to see what's going on. But I think I think we can drop Robert Covington. He is the second highest pre-ranked player that will appear on this list. He's the 73rd ranked player in the preseason. We all expected more. Currently, he's the 167th ranked player. Um, But it's just, even that is boosted by the fact that he gets less than a turnover a game, which, you know, for me is just not, that's not really much value. A steal, a block, one and a half threes, it's all fine. But there's just, there's nothing... Else really there. The minutes are trending down. Larry Nance is now in the mix where he wasn't there last year. So there's a little bit of that element. He's another year older. His upside is nowhere near as high as it used to be. Last last game, he didn't put up a single shot in 19 minutes. Zero field goals attempt. Um, three rebounds, one assist. No defensive stats. So when the defensive stats are not there, it's just literally nothing. Um, so I, I would rather just go out and grab someone else and hope they average a steal. Uh, my, my most decent players, especially in the 10-team league, can get you a steal per game. Um, so you're not losing out too much on that side of things, and you're probably going to get a lot more points and threes and better free throw percentage on volume, better field goal percentage. Sure, they might turn the ball over more, but for me, that's that's not that's not a big enough deal to hold on to someone who's just giving me donuts in a lot of different categories. Uh, look, maybe in a 12-team league, you, you hold a little bit longer and hope that things start to correct, and maybe he starts to be more aggressive, and the Blazers themselves start to turn it around, but I don't know. I, I, it, it won't be much longer before I think that he... If he keeps going at this pace, it might be much longer before even in a 12-team league. I, I think he's a drop. Don't drop him for no one. Hold on to him longer if you can. If there's nothing good on the waiver wire, 
Um, but you have my permission to drop him if you have a good addition there waiting. And he, he, he might as well be your worst player on your team, especially in 12-team leagues. Let's go on to 10... Oh, sorry, 12-team league drops. And here is the highest preseason ranked player on the list that you can drop. It is Chris Boucher. Now, I definitely would have been drafting uh, Covington over Boucher personally, but on Yahoo's preseason ranks, he was the highest ranked. Still owned in 69% of leagues. Guys, get rid of him. He can't get on the court. He is averaging 14 minutes per game, and that's going to trend in the wrong direction because Pascal Siakam is coming back in two weeks. Last game, he only played 10 minutes, and they didn't even have Scotty Barnes, and, and obviously Pascal Siakam was still there, still out, sorry. So you need to be on the court to get fantasy stats. You can be the best per-minute producer in the world, but if you don't get on the court, it doesn't matter. And that's what we've got going on with Chris Boucher. He's not a good player. He's uh, a chucker. He throws the ball up whenever he gets a chance. Uh, doesn't work within the offense. His defense is actually not very good. Yes, he blocks shots, but in terms of working within the team, defending on the perimeter, not there. He's skinny. He's weak. Look, he's a decent player. He's probably a rotation player, but he's not worth clearing out the roster to force-feed him minutes, uh, which is what, as a fantasy community, we all would love him to do, but it's just not going to happen, guys. And, and I'm, I'm very confident to just drop him now. Look, there's a small chance that it comes back to bite us in the ass uh, later and he starts getting 25 minutes a night and putting up numbers. But to me, there would have to be multiple injuries for that to happen. And because there's already that injury to Pascal Siakam right now, so Siakam's coming back, it's going to get worse. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not keen on uh, holding Boucher. The only instance I would hold him if you're in a deeper roto league and you can just sit him on your bench and just wait, and then hopefully when an injury does come in, you whack him into your starting lineup and get one or two games out of him there. That's the only way I could have him. Head-to-head leagues, get him out of there. He's just, he's just dead weight on your roster. Um, so let's move on to the next player, Eric Bledsoe. Um, fairly obvious one now, but just wanted to make sure that we are all aware that you are able to drop Eric Bledsoe because he was a bit of a hot pickup uh, a couple of weeks ago when the season started. After that first game, he obviously uh, put up some big numbers, 22 points, you know, three steals. Uh, since then, yeah, some some big assist games, but it's getting worse and worse. Um, I just He's still trash, guys. Turns out, He's still the most watched player in the NBA, as we awarded him last year. Um, he he was shit last year in, in plenty of minutes at New Orleans. Um, and yes, he's had a change of scenery, but I just think he's down the pecking order on this Clippers roster. Um, Terrence Mann, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard are all going to get shots over him. They're all better offensive players than, than Eric Bledsoe. So um, f- definitely fine uh, cutting him from most rosters out there. Uh, the upside is certainly not high. The next uh, drop candidate here, and this one, I'm a bit sad to say because I was pretty high on him in the preseason, but I'm happy to admit when I was wrong, uh, and it's Jaden McDaniels. I think that we can we can drop him now. If you need the steals and blocks, you can probably hold him a little longer, but I would much rather a player like Matisse Thibel in that situation. Um, he's rostered in 44% of leagues. We got this wrong, wrong guys. I think that I, I thought he would get at least at least a little bit more usage than this. Um, super passive, only putting up he's putting up less than five shots a game. Uh, yeah, he's shooting thirty one percent. That will come up. He will be better than this, but it's just it's not enough. It's not enough for us to to have him in, in most of our leagues. The minutes are actually trending the wrong way. Had seventeen minutes in his last game. Twenty four minutes the game before that. 
Um, I think he's an excellent player. I love his defense. I love what he brings to this team. I love his long-term potential. But this year, it's just it's it's too early for us to get excited about about Jaden McDaniel's, especially on this team. It's full of high usage guys, and uh, I'm happy to put my hand up and say that that I was wrong with that one. But but no need to suffer longer than we have to. So let's let's cut bait with Jaden McDaniel's uh, if you can find someone better on the wire. And the last player is DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter, those uh, Atlanta Hawks, the wing rotation uh, is 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 a mess. It's there's a lot of depth there. There's a lot of guys there getting shots, getting minutes, and you know even in 28 minutes per night, DeAndre Hunter is the 250th ranked player. Yeah, his shooting is probably going to be better than this most nights, but he just doesn't give you enough in other stats. So his assists, his steals, his blocks, low rebounds. The percentages are poor at the moment. There's just not enough supporting stats. He's not a high-volume three-point shooter. So I just think that there's there's limited upside here in a crowded uh, wing rotation. I'd much rather go with someone like Cam Reddish, who seems to have a bit more upside, seems to be playing better in a per-minute role, and, and you might even see those minutes start to start to swap. As the season goes along, uh, I'm totally fine cutting bait with, with DeAndre Hunter there. Uh, just not enough upside in my point of view, and you could probably stream that position. So of those of those twelve team guys, you could probably stream the positions of of most of them. I would say, it, in fact, yeah, all of those guys: Chris Boucher, Bledsoe, Jaden McDaniels, Jandre Hunter. Totally happy just streaming those positions. The drops in the ten teams: Ubre, Plumley, and Covington. I wouldn't drop them for a streaming position, but I would drop them if you've got um, any one of the players that we mentioned in our waiver wire ads on those ten team. Um, uh, 10 team videos or someone like a PJ Washington or a Cam Reddish, even a Devin Vassell might have a bit more upside than some of these guys. Um, so if any players like that are available and if you haven't seen that video or checked out that podcast, um, uh, there'll be there'll be a link on the YouTube video and you can just check out the last podcast on Apple Podcasts as well. So that'll do it for today, guys. Just a quick little short one there just to make sure you guys are all across your fantasy drops and, and, and getting on those players, making sure you're not falling behind. Um, if you can please give this video a big thumbs up, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure you're subscribed over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Again, give us a five-star rating if you can. Uh, make sure you go through the show and do it that way. Let us know some good feedback. Any questions, drop them down below, and we'll catch you guys next time. Laters. Laters.